Amen. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. We talk about identity a lot in the church. And I was just reading a book uh, to my kids and it was about how uh, humans are made in the image of God and what that really means. And it, it was such a simple answer and such a that I was like, okay, I need to make a video about this because I feel like it can give a lot of us hope in a world right now where it's hard to know what it means to have your identity in Christ. And when everyone in the world is telling you, you need to find your identity here, I broke it down into three categories. And these three categories are what it looks like when you find your identity in the world, what it looks like when you find your identity in religion, and what it looks like to find your identity in Christ. When you find your identity in the world, you look crazy. Think about it. When somebody is chasing after fame, success, money, they are not the same person in different circles. When they're chasing after this one particular thing, they may say this, they may do this, but when they're in another complete situation, they do this, they say that. A perfect example of that is Eve. Eve in retrospect, looks crazy. She was in a perfect environment, her and her husband, they're naked, they have all the food, all the purpose, all the you know, joy in the world, and yet she gets tempted to chase after knowledge, to chase after her flesh. She gets tempted, even though there's no other humans in the world, the idea of being like God and powerful, she chased after that. And that is crazy. Now, if we were in her shoes, we would do the same thing because we're crazy too. When you find your identity in religion, you become a caricature of yourself. If you don't know what a caricature is, just go to a fair or to Disneyland or the Santa Monica Pier. Uh, there, there are these artists who sit with a pen or a pencil and a drawing pad and they have people come up to them and people pay them to draw an exaggerated version of them. And it's funny and it's cute, sometimes flattering, sometimes it's not flattering and that's the point of it, it's funny. But either way, what the artist is doing is exaggerating the features of that person. That's a caricature. In religion, we can find ourselves um, chasing after the power and the authority that religion can give us. And so what we'll do is we'll say, I'm a worship leader. I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor, I'm uh, a missionary. This is who I am. And we forget that before all those things were a child of God. So Cain, the second uh, part of the second pair of humans ever to exist, Adam and Eve had kids, Cain and Abel. Cain is a picture of what it looks like to find your identity in religion. God says, Cain, I'm not pleased with your sacrifice. I'm pleased with Abel's, but I'm not pleased with yours. What does Cain do? He goes from cutting down fruits and veggies to cutting down humans. Where does that come from? Yes, humans are made from the dirt. Yes, fruit and veggies spring forth from the dirt. But he has become a caricature of himself in the name of religion. And I've seen this, I saw this start to up, uproot in my own heart. 
I'm making videos. Oh, I'm a content creator. I'm a Christian YouTuber. I'm a Christian podcaster. And I start to find my identity, identity in that. And then I start to lose myself. And then I start to exaggerate these these God-given talents that God has given me, like illustrations, and I'm 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 the illustration guy. That's what sets me apart. I'm gonna do you know illustrations. Amen, amen, amen. And I start to become a caricature of myself. This happens in the world of religion. When you find your identity in Christ, you find your character. In this text in Genesis 1:26, when it says, "Let us make man in our own image," what that meant was humans were going to reflect God. This is on the sixth day of creation. God had made everything else, and now he made humans. Why? He made someone to do what? To let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over the livestock, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God was giving them the power, the power to reflect him on earth. Creation wasn't complete unless there was somebody with the character of God walking around with dominion over creation. Then on the seventh day, he rested. Then it was complete. You and I, humans, are the completion of creation. So to just give that away to the world or to religion is a mockery. What you're doing is you're, you're, you're cracking the mirror that you are. You're supposed to reflect God. Now you're reflecting yourself or you're reflecting the enemy or you're reflecting sin and death. And so when you find yourself in Christ, when you trust that Jesus is the only one that perfectly reflects God, he's the only human that um, had the character of God because he was God and he is God. When you trust in that, when you trust in the fact that despite him having perfect character, he was killed. When you hope in the fact that because of his perfect character, he lives, what happens is you get born again, this time with the image unbroken, this time reflecting him perfectly. You get born again, this time with the character of God in you intact. And you may be saying, well, I don't live like that right now, Alex. I'm a, I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm not really you know, killing it when it comes to character. You will. That's the promise of the resurrection. Keep trusting in him, you will grow. Your character will continue to look more like Christ. But in the meantime, the in-between time, God treats you as if you have the perfect character of Christ intact in you right now. To the point that if you died right now watching this, this video, you'd be with him in heaven. And so that's our hope. And it's a great hope because it's a powerful hope in that the next time you get tempted to find your identity in the world, fame, success, money, popularity, the next time you see someone close to you going after that, the next time you get uh, a little too high and mighty spiritually and you start to think everyone at my church is going to love that I can do this spiritual thing, before you go down that road, ask yourself, okay, who am I reflecting? And then uh, ask yourself, is this going to give me joy? Not if it's outside of Christ, it's not. And, and remind yourself that we have a high and holy, great calling to reflect God. That's what it means to be human. That's what it means to have true purpose, that you're reflecting God. You're going to do that differently than I. Uh, we're all going to do it by loving each other. We're all going to do it by uh, putting ourselves last and putting others first and being merciful 
to walk, walking humbly, to doing the right thing. We're all going to reflect that in those ways. But uh, practically, it might look different. You might not do videos. You might not be a father right now. Uh, you might not be a pastor, but you'll do it in different ways, regardless of what it is in art and music, writing, literature, whatever. Our call is to reflect God, not ourselves. And in that, you will find deep, true satisfaction. That's the promise of the gospel. Amen. Love you guys. Uh, let me ask you a question. Who are you reflecting? Let me know in the comments and uh, check out Amen Podcast, the main podcast. And with that said, I love you and I'll see you in the next one. Amen.